I'm glad it's... We started? Oh, welcome to church. I'm Jesse Lee Peterson. Thank you for being with me. Um, I want to answer your questions and comments today. That's Joel, the other POC. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> he was hiding out. But uh, I want to take your questions and comments today. I don't want to just come and preach at you every day because you won't become you. You'll just be learning what I say and still just not knowing what the truth is. You got to know for yourself, right? And so today I want your questions and comments because believe me, I don't have another human being teaching me and I don't want you. I don't want to be your teacher. We all have a teacher within all of us have a teacher within, but because we've been so traumatized, you have not returned to the teacher within. Deep down in the core of every human being, there's another reality, another world. And you're supposed to live from that world and not the outer world. And so what I want to do is bring you back to that world. It is so nice. Believe me, in that world is perfect peace, is uh, understanding the light unto your feet is amazing. And there's nothing like you can imagine. You cannot imagine this world. Your mind cannot conceive this world on the inside, the kingdom of heaven on the inside. And so I'm trying to bring everybody back to that. And once you come back to that, then you're led and guided guide by what is right. And it's amazing. It really is. And I want that so uh, anybody have, oh, let me say good morning to you guys again. All right. So what do you think about my, the POCs getting fired by the white man? Yeah. I thought it was pretty funny. It was funny. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> but are you, so like, was it like not surprising that the POC did not want to work on the holiday? To be honest, I, I'm, I don't know. <laughs> you don't, you don't hang out with them. I, I, I do. You play with the POCs? Absolutely. And you don't know how they act? Not at work. Oh, no. <laughs> Outside. But anyway, they're nice. <laughs> um, this your first time here? Yes, sir. Uh, how did you hear about us? Um, through YouTube. Oh, nice. And so what brought you here? Um, I grew up in a, an Italian-American home. You uh, ate a lot of spaghetti all, all the time. My mom and dad are from Italy. Oh, and nice. I was born here, and uh, my dad wasn't around. He was uh, involved in certain things. Yeah. And uh, if if it's okay, I can not let you know my name. I'll just use an alias. Right. Um, no problem. And, I'll uh, tell him. Thank you. No. <laughs> How old are you now? Thirty-six. Oh, okay. And so I took after my father. So I left my family my wife and my two kids for three years. And ever since listening to you, I rebuilt my family again. I got back together with my family. Right on. And uh, I forgave my mother. And I have yet to forgive my father. But I want to thank you. I want to look at your eye. And thank you so much for what you've given me. That's amazing, man. Thank you. We can go home now. Church is over. (laughs) That is so amazing. And it's really nice to be you, right? Yes. To be a man, becoming a man, and to be free. 
I think I'll get there 100% when I forgive my father. Yes, you will. I'm almost there. So at home, things are getting better. I'm not uh, thinking so much of, uh, you know, just the negative things that I grew up with uh, in the Italian culture. It's very involved with uh, the mafia, la cosa nostra, um, especially in Italian-American where, yeah. you know, we have Godfather in the background as much as you guys want to laugh. But that's just how we're raised. It's like right. um, gang, gangs and uh, violence and screaming and shouting and guilt. And I took myself away from that. Nice. And I frown upon people in my culture that act like that. Like, yeah. God, he just came out. I won't watch that movie. Yeah. It's not, it's not for me. It's not that's cool. right, man. It doesn't represent my, me. Yep. I'm, I'm de- detach myself from that. Just because I'm Italian-American doesn't mean I need to act like that. That's right. So. Wow. That's something else. I don't mind about the mafia because in the black culture, we have gang members. We have the Crips and the Bloods. That's right. <laughs> and the Hispanic, they have the uh, MS-13. So everybody got something. Right. But you're right, though. You are not them. That's not who you are. And, and that's what I'm trying to tell black people. We are not every black person. I'm me. I don't represent the black community. I don't represent black people. I only represent me and nobody else. But when you're worldly like that, because you're of the world, you identify with the world. So it feels like we are all the same, but we're not. And that's so nice, man. And so what was it like going to deal with your mother? So you're on your way, and how are you feeling about it? I was thinking about you <laughs> when I was driving there, and my mom cried. But then after she started asking, so what specifically did I did? How could I have changed? And it was, it was really deep and heavy, so I couldn't get to that point. But I just told her as much as I could. Yes. But uh, ever since then, I felt that. And you brought up a point, too, in one of your videos. You said, once you forgive, you act as if it never happened. Yes. And so it's as if it never happened. I just forgot about that, and I focus more on my family now. Right on. Even though I live in a home where I'm still technically divorced, I'm with my wife again. I'm with my kids. I listen to you every single morning, whether it's an old video or live, you know, from 6 to 9. Right. Or but a, yeah, six to nine. Six to nine uh, while I'm getting ready for work, and it's helping me. I, I need that. I understand that. I don't. I don't want to have uh, you know negative media in the background or uh, you know just negativity while I'm getting ready. Listening to you has helped me out in every single way, and I continue to do that. It's not just a one-time thing. That's right. It's a continuance to remind myself. So. Wow. Um, what I want to tell you, too, is stay with it. Because that's one of the things I want to talk about today. Is that I found that a lot of people, they wake up, but then they, they stop. They stop praying. They stop see- keeping their eyes on themselves. They stop seeking, and then they fall back. And when they fall back, it's difficult to return. And so do not stop, because the discovery... It's never ending, and you never know it all, and it's always amazing. So stay with the prayer no matter what happens. Stay with the prayer. 
and watch yourself and speak up. And, and the rest is easy. But do not stop. A lot of people have made that mistake. And, and so they just fall back into the intellect and they don't move forward. But make sure you stay with it. I will. Because eventually, inwardly, you, you're going to have no pain. You're going to have no conflict. It's going to be perfect peace. And then the devil, the enemy, will tell you, you don't need to pray. Oh, it's all right. You know, I don't pay anymore. And if you listen to that, you'll fall back. I do not listen to that at all. And it's just been amazing. And by counsel with other people, I've seen what has happened to them. And so it's encouraging for me to stay with the prayer. It doesn't matter how tired. We, got, we went out to um, Spokane, right? Spokane. Spokane. So I'm trying to figure out the white way of saying it. And I think it's Spokane, right? Yeah. I think it's Spokane, but in my world, it's Spokane. <laughs> and we got there like really late at night. And by the time I got to the hotel, I was like extremely tired and sleepy, but I still did the prayer. You know, I, because that's, I, I, I never, you know, it says, um, uh, fear the Lord or something. I don't ever want to lose that connection. And I want to always have that appreciation as to what he has done for me. And what he's done for me is taking my mother's spirit away from me and giving me back my father's spirit, which is his spirit. And it's just been amazing. And his, his light, his way. And I, so don't ever stop the prayer. Do you think it would be uh, silly of me if I brought my mom with me to go forgive my father. Yeah, that would be very girly. Yeah. Then I would encourage you to stop the prayer. <laughs> because in all honesty, the way you feel about your father is your mother okay. feeling. And that, Those are not your feelings. I have a lot of resentment towards my father for what he did growing up. And the reason why I wanted to bring my mom is to make her feel better. I love my mom. But it's not your and job to make your mother feel better. And what did he do to you? Indirectly, him leaving and doing whatever he was doing and people calling the house and it, it was a mess. Uh, hurting my mom and having that stress in the house consistently and her having to, um, my grandma got involved uh, helping to raise me and it was, it was a mess. Right. So I, I wanted to have her with me. To, she needed to do that on her own. Okay. You can't repent for your mother. You can't make her repent. Yes, sir. Let her suffer until she's ready to repent. And everything you just named had nothing to do with you. It had everything to do with your mother and your grandmother. But because you identify with your mother, you're feeling the pain of your mother. But men and women don't hate their father. They yearn for the father. But they do have an, some do have an anger and they have been convinced that it's their anger, not realizing they've been brainwashed by their mothers. Right. So they think that they hate their fathers and they really don't. Because when you why. think about it, your father didn't do anything to you. Yeah. It was just like with you and your wife. It was a battle between you and your wife, right. not you and your kids. But she can make those kids identify with her and make you look like the bad guy. 
because she's not going to say, you know what, I ran your dad off because I'm such a hell of a person to deal with. He couldn't handle me. I'm his mama, and he loved you. She's not going to say that. She's going to make you look like the bad guy. The kids are going to identify with her, and now they have her feelings and thoughts about you, and they think they feel that way, and they really don't. What do you say to that? Oh, you brought up a couple times uh, in one of uh, your church services, and you I don't know if you jokingly asked uh, one of the uh, patrons there if you can go with them. That's why I kind of I, I piggyback off of that. No, your mother is not afraid of your daddy. She owned him. Mm. Your daddy is afraid of your mama. Mm -hmm. It's the other way around. So you just work out your life and then work on your family. And if she ever decides that she want to stop suffering, she will cry out to God and he will help her to do it. Okay. The only thing I would do, I would recommend you be honest with her when you deal with her and say, look, you need to drop this anger. You need to forgive. It's not my dad, it's you. Because your mother needs to forgive her mother. That's where the problem is. It's not her. It's not your father. It's disappointing to women when they have weak men. But the problem started way before your father met your mother. You're right. You see that? Yeah. You do? They can't hear you. Yes, sir. Yeah. So stay out of it and correct both of your parents. But don't get involved. Let them work that out. You be honest with them about the situation. That's all. Because only we can repent. We have to see that we are wrong. The individual. No one else can make us repent. That's why I don't, I'm not trying to convince anyone of anything. I'm not trying to force you to repent. I'm just a witness to what happens when you're honest about yourself. And one more thing. I don't want to take up too no, much time. No, don't worry about it. No, don't worry. Uh, this is your time. Uh, Thank you for having me. You, you mentioned, you know, if you look in the mirror, deep down inside, we're dark. Yes. And, um, and it's easy, it was easy for me to forgive her because I related. Because all of us have a darkness inside that That's we just right. live with. That's it's right. not that we're evil, right? It's just... Well, every man's heart is evil. Evil? Okay. Because Satan is the father of man in that fallen state. Okay. But once you of come the over, then your heart is renewed. And now you have the heart of God, and then it's not evil anymore. That makes sense? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I'm almost there because I yet, yet to forgive my dad. No, you're already there. Really? Yeah, you're already there. The fact that you can see it is you're there. Because if you couldn't see it, then you're not there. When you realize there's something wrong with me, I need to change. I'm going on this search for something that's missing. In that very moment, you were there. But Satan trying to tell you you're not because he want to give you an impression it's something else. But it's an, it's an awakening moment and it's God that causes you to wake up. And he is with you in that very moment. Everything changed. And you just start to grow now and enjoy life and become an idiot. Are you an idiot? No. You're not an idiot? You will be. Are you an idiot, Cheryl? See? She's an idiot. Huh? So I raise my hand. Yeah. So tell him what an idiot is. And then you're going to want to be one. I told uh, my godson this morning, you're an idiot. He's like, okay, good. <laughs> um, Do you know what an idiot is? 
I do, but I don't know if I can express it. It's just you don't know. You know, like you, oh, okay. you're just free and, you know, like the way we are, we always want to know one step in front of the other. We're always trying to figure yes. stuff out. When, you're, when you become free, you don't try to figure stuff out. You don't know. But it's okay. All idiots are living beings. They know they don't know. They know of themselves. They can do nothing. They're not trying to impress. They're not trying to be all intellectual and smart because they're idiots. They have surrendered to the source within. Isn't that something? You like it? Yes. So when, they, when your wife says, you idiot, get out of here. No problem. That's right. <laughs> her, her mom's from Alabama, by the way. Really? Uh, from Gwyn. Wow. Yeah. I'm not, where is that? I've not heard Gwyn of Gwyn is about 30 minutes south of Florence. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. And she used to pick cotton, too. Nice. Uh, I like your a mother. Lot. Her, her mom was uh, a little bit older. So. Was she going to be fine? Yeah. Let her have her, let her suffer. Let her watch the light in you. She's going to see that you're changing. You're honest with her. You're honest with the family. And that light in you can cause her to wake up. But don't you try to force it at all. Because it has to be her doing and not yours. That makes sense? Yes, sir. Yeah. Nice, man. Anything else? No, thank you for having me. You're welcome. Make this your home. We're here every day. Yeah, I'd like to uh, uh, take part of Bond, too. Yes, sir. Thank All right, we're going to tell you how to do that at the end. Sounds good. That is not, isn't that something else? So we can uh, do the offering right now and just go home. <laughs> um, yes, James. Questions online? Yeah, I have a few, but I'll get you one or two first. Okay, Alex is asking, how do you know this silent prayer is working? You would know. And I don't want to tell you how you know. Because I want you to see it it's working for yourself. And the reason for that, because Satan is always pretending to be God. He, you could be reading the Bible, and he'll interpret the Bible for you. He'll literally talk to you about the Bible. He will interpret the Bible, and you'll go out preaching the Bible. And, and your life would not have changed at all. You'll still be sinning. You'll still be hating. You still have fear and doubt. You still have worry. And he'll say, oh, all human beings are like that. And you're like, oh, okay. All human beings are like that, right? Because you got the Bible, but you don't have it. You just have the intellectual knowledge of the Bible, but not the meat of the Bible, not the life of the Word. We have the Word is written in our heart, and we should live by that, and not by the written Word. Because the written Word is pointing back to the heart. The kingdom of heaven is within. And so uh, you know, just do it and you will know. Ruth from London is asking, I'm struggling with my silent prayer when I try to do it without listening to your audio. Yeah. Please help. I've been doing it for a year solid. So don't struggle. And it's nice at some point, do, you know, do it by yourself. You don't need my voice anymore, right? So when you're sitting there doing it, and you're sitting there relaxed, and all these thoughts are coming, oh, it's not working, it's this, you need Jess's voice, just sit there and watch it. Don't call it failure. Don't call it anything. Become the observer. Become the idiot. Become the living being, and God is working it out for you. Satan is always trying to deceive you. Just relax, feel the anxiety, feel the pain, feel the doubt, do nothing about it, and it'll work out itself. Because Satan doesn't want to let you go. What's going to happen eventually, though, 
is so interesting, you're going to develop, without even knowing it, a renewed mind. Because right now you have the mind of your father, the devil. And his mind is doubt and fear and hatred and judgment, decision-making, emotional, and all that, right? But as long as you stay with the prayer and watch yourself, you're going to realize one day your mind has been renewed. You no longer have that old mindset. You're not going to know when it changed, but it will change. It will be renewed. So go through it anyway. Relax in it and just go through it. No big deal. He just doesn't want you to be free. He wants to own you. He wants to kill you. He wants you to commit suicide. But relax and just go through it and you'll be fine. It's a good question, too. I hear that a lot. Yes, James. Lisa is asking, can I tell my mom I forgive her, then leave? Or do I have to say more and have a conversation? <laughs> I know what you mean. <laughs> I know we'll forget when I went to it. <laughs> she want to hurry up and get this over. <laughs> hey, mom, I'm sorry for hating you. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Um, I remember when I went, I had to go and face my mother, and she came to L.A. to visit her sister. I'm on my way over there. It's like a 15, 20-minute drive. And the closer I got to the house, I was just, I just had fear all over me, right? And I, I had two steps to walk up to get into the house. And I'm like, I could barely make the steps. <laughs> I, I didn't know all that was going to happen to me. I'm like, why am I afraid of my mother? And But I realized that her spirit was just not good. She, she was impatient. You know, she didn't like my father. And I just resented her. Not understand that you become subject to whomever you resent. And that's why men are so subject to women. Because men hate women. They hate their mothers, so they hate all women. And now they're subject to the women. And they're trying to get something back from the ladies that the ladies don't have to give. And so they, they, they just become little cowards. And so I get in the house, I'm barely out of breath. I can barely breathe. And she and her sister are just having fun. Hey, girl, how y'all? You know, they haven't seen each other in a while. And right away, Satan said, don't do this. You're going to spoil her vacation. And I'm like all nervous. And I'm like, uh, I called her by her first name, and I said, can you, I need to talk to you for a minute. Can you come into the room here? And I, I could barely say it, but I knew I had to do it because God said when you forgive others, he will forgive you. And uh, so I get her in the bedroom and I say, hey, look, I just want to tell you, all of my life, I sound a little stronger now about it, but I wasn't this strong. I'm more like, I just want to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> all my life. <laughs> and I said, I, I have resented you. You tried to turn me away from my father. I, you had no patience. And I just saw you as a mean person. But I realize now that you can help yourself. I see now because I became like you and I know how you feel. I know how you think and everything. And I'm sorry for holding that against you. And right away I was free. And I've never felt that again. It's just because God gave me perfect love. And in perfect love, there is no fear or doubt or worry. So you're going to have to face her and just stand there and shake your boots and just go through it. And don't argue with her. Don't try to prove anything. Don't say I love you. Uh, don't, don't ask her to forgive you for what you did to her. You forgive her and God will forgive you. And if she has any decency in her, she would apologize. 
My mother apologized. Most mothers don't, but mine did. And uh, and it, whatever happened with her is on her now. Then you can just walk away freely. But don't run from it. Face it. You got to face it. All right. It's so amazing. You get your courage back by facing mama. That's how you. And then from that point forward, you no longer hate women and they all look the same. <laughs> they look the same in that fallen state. But when you come out of it, they look the same. You don't need anything from them. You're not trying to get into love. You're not trying to get S-E-X sex. I have to spell it because my godson is here. And he's 16 years old. And he, he doesn't know what that word means yet. <laughs> and uh, I'm telling you, it changes everything. But the beauty about it. You can now love your parents because God wants us to honor, love our parents, right? And all that it means is don't hate them. And so after that, my mother started asking me to help her with the other kids because she had driven the rest of them crazy too. <laughs> <laughs> and then my father, same thing. I was afraid of my father though because I didn't hate my father. I just needed to return to him. But he would, whenever I would go to visit, every time I would go, he would ask to bring the other kids over so that we could have a meeting. He's trying to get them to let the anger go, too. Some did, others didn't. But you got to face it. I said all that to say that. You got to. It's the last time you ever have to shake. And because I resented my mother and hated her, I resented all women. The only way I could get along with a woman, I would have to go off on her or I would have to cater to her. And both ways are wrong, right? But now I treat them the way I treat all people, with perfect love, with honesty perfect love. It is so nice. And, and Christ made this for us to live this way. It's already put back together, but most people just don't know it because they're not seeking within. They're seeking without. It's already there for every man or woman who would receive it. And it has nothing to do with color, nothing to do with male or female. It's the spirit of it. We are a spirit. We're not a physical. We live in a physical body, but that's not who we are. And you need to reconnect with that. And it's so amazing. And you're going to find yourself saying, amazing. I'm going to share something that happened this weekend that was amazing. It's so amazing. So, Cheryl, you had a question? Yeah. And then I come back, James. I think I saw one here somewhere, too. Um, yes. What do you do with people that have uh, died? Uh, as far as forgiving them? Yeah. Mean like parents? Parents, yeah. Or I'm, anybody? Well, parents, and then I see that you know, the way I am came from my grandmother, but she's dead. That I uh, resented her and well, I became her. Now that you understand yourself and that you could not help yourself, you know, you've done things that you wouldn't ordinarily do, and you've said things you wouldn't ordinarily say, you gossip about people, and you didn't want to be that way, but that spirit making you. Once you understand that and you forgive your parents, everything else falls to the wayside too. Don't, you know, don't hold anything against yourself or anybody because now you're waking up and you see that people literally cannot help themselves. It's not personal. That makes sense? Yes, that's true. Like they can't help themselves. Right. And so that's how you forgive. But if they're living, you need to go and face them, especially the parents, because the parents are the ones who traumatize us for the most part. That makes sense? And yes. because the, parent, the children need righteous parents. They need parents to live that way, not talk about it. They need your spirit to be of God because their spirit is already innocent, right? 
their spirit is of God. And they come into a family that's messed up. That's what it means to be born in sin. You're born into a sinful parent home. The father and mother are out of control and they mess up your innocent. They destroy your innocent. But if they have, like this young man, he's overcome now. So when his kids look at him now, they're going to see the light in him and they're going to be fine. That light that's already inside of them will develop and grow and they'll have fun and they'll enjoy life and, and they'll, you know, they'll be fine. But if he did not overcome that, they will only see darkness and it will corrupt their spirit. And then they'll wake up to darkness and they'll be re- recreated in the image of the parents. That's all. This, that's what's going on. That's why we got to get it right so we can start being right people for our children and for the world. That makes sense. Yeah. Anybody else have any questions? Come in. Anybody right here, James? I mean, let me go here first. Any disagreement? Okay. I had I had two quick things. Um, uh, during the men conference, uh, you brought up that was an amazing conference, huh? It was. Yeah, it was nice. If you were not there, I feel sorry for you. <laughs> it was. People came from all over the place, Switzerland, uh, all over, everywhere. It was so amazing. But go ahead. I'm sorry. You made the statement that there are no strong women; there are only weak men. Right. And I presented that to my mother and my sister. And they had a fit. No, to my amazement, my mother agreed. And she said, yes. My, yes. She, she talked about how my grandfather is a very weak person. But my grandma was very like a strong person as far as the world sees. And she told me how my grandfa- grandma opened up to her. And she would cry saying, I don't want to be like this. Yep. I don't want to make decisions. But my grandfather wouldn't step up. So I thought That's I right. share that. There is no such thing as a strong woman. That's why they keep reminding you that they are strong. <laughs> I'm a strong black woman. I want you to meet this strong black woman. A strong white woman. Hillary Clinton. Strong woman. And we all know they're lying about Hillary, right? <laughs> <laughs> but when you have a natural strength given to you by God... It's impossible to glorify yourself in that because you know it's not from you. It's from him. It's not of yourself. It's of him. But when you got to go out boasting about your strength, that's of your father, the devil. And men who are going along with it. Yeah, I got a strong wife. All he's saying to you, I'm a weak, pathetic man. And women hate weak, pathetic men. And they will take over. But it'll be with evil and not with good. It'll be with anger and frustration because they need the man to be strong, meaning be righteous and make decisions and lead the way. Just like men need Christ, the woman needs the man to be strong. And she hated when he's weak and she's going to punish you for it as well as your kids. Because it's not in her to be that way. She's a follower. She's a receiver, not a giver. Isn't that something? But, and we used to know this at one time. But men are afraid to even say that. So bless your mother for saying that. Because that's true. No such thing as a strong woman. And without Christ, we couldn't be strong either. And, and, then, and without God, Christ cannot be strong. We live off his nature. We are nothing in return. Really nothing. It's all ego. It's all lies. That's why we got to change the language. We cannot use 
the language of the lie, the children of the lie. They're saying all, they're saying all these things that are not true, and you're believing in it, and it's destroying you. It's all lies. It's pure lies because their father is a liar. It really is. It's not about men or women. It's about right and wrong. It's never been about men or women. No such thing as racism, sexism, homophobism, Islamophobism, no isms. Is, uh, is it right or is it wrong? Is it good or is it evil? We got to start saying this. So getting off the plane yesterday, we landed in L.A. We get it off the plane. We were waiting for the door to open. And James and I was promoted up to first class. Uh, don't be jealous. Riding in first class, thinking that we were important. We even crossed our legs. <laughs> you know how in first class, if you want to really look important, you have to cross your legs. <laughs> because I, you know, I use my frequent flyer miles thing, so they upgrade us sometimes. And so we're standing there waiting. I'm sitting next to a black guy, and a white guy, his woman behind us, and James on another row behind them. And so I say to the two guys, uh, here, take my car. We are, and I don't remember every word, but we are rebuilding men. We are bringing men back. And the white guy said, oh, yeah, really? I said, yeah, we are rebuilding men. So I give him my car. And somehow or another, I brought up the great white hope. How did, how did that come up? Huh? Maybe like he's a real man. Oh, yeah. I said something like, like the great white hope. So everybody's standing there in the crowd. Uh, I said, you know, like he's a real man. And they're like, what did the guy say? You mean Jerry? Oh, hold on a minute. The white guy said. He said, you mean Jerry West? Oh, yeah. He said, so I said, yeah, do you know who the great white hope is? I made sure to be loud. I said, you know who the great white hope is? The guy said, you mean Jerry West? I'm like, I have no idea who Jerry West is. Maybe one of those old basketball players or something. I said, I'm talking about Donald Trump. And so I asked the guy to give me a fist bump. He wouldn't do it. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, that's right, huh, man? He wouldn't do it. And I can see his girlfriend's face start to change. And then out of nowhere, so I asked the black guy something. He wouldn't respond. He wouldn't say anything. And out of nowhere, this woman, a white woman, screamed, Donald Trump is the worst thing for America. Something like that, right? Yeah, she said, Donald Trump is what's wrong with men. Yeah. Oh, it's what's wrong with men. I said, you don't know what you're talking about. You're just one of those liberal women that hate men. <laughs> she was all red and scared. And it was so much fun. It was an exciting thing. Then I had to get off the plane because we... <laughs> The door was opening. What did the guy say when I left? James was behind me. Oh, like, because he basically, like, pandered to the black guy. Because you had been talking to the black guy about the, the rappers. State. Yeah, the rappers that you had interviewed. Yeah. And he said that he was working with somebody that, Travis Scott or something. Right. And you hadn't heard of Travis Scott, and he hadn't heard of the two rappers that you... Gunplay. Gunplay and R.A. the Rugged Man. Right. And so the white guy's like... I've heard of Travis Scott, and I haven't heard of those other two guys. He said <laughs> after I left. Yeah, after you. <laughs> well, it was so much fun triggering. I didn't know I was triggering, but James said that's what I did. <laughs> that's right. Isn't it better to trigger them than for them to trigger us? Yes. When you let the anger go, you cannot be triggered. Because you no longer have that spirit. Really. 
And it's so weird, too, in a nice way. You can see what's going on. It's so amazing. You can see the other person. You can see what they're trying to do to you and everything, and you're just protected from it because of Christ. It's so amazing. Um, yes, sir. Oh, yeah, you had a second one. Um, you would say, how do you say it? Amazing, right? <laughs> yeah. I had an experience like that last week. Uh, a business uh, partnership had to be dissolved. So I, you know, I, I said, we're going to buy you out because you're not doing your part. So, you know, let's end it on a good terms. So he's all depressed. He's like, you, you did this to me. He almost crying every time I speak to him on the phone. I said, just come. Let's do the numbers and be over with it. Yes. Guess what he does? What? He came with his mother. He's a 30-year-old guy. This deal is definitely over. He came with his mother. Amazing. We're looking at each other. We're like, I just can't believe my eyes. You know, <laughs> he brought his mother, and the mother's like, you, you're cheating my son, my child. Wow. And it was you just... You should have said, really, man? He I brought did. your mama. I said, you're pathetic. I said, this is pathetic. What are you doing? Wow. It was... I, I didn't know to cry, to laugh. My father said he should have cried. It's sad. but You should have repudiated him. <laughs> I, it was sad. Yeah, it is. It's, it's sad, man. But they just don't know. They cannot see. That's what it is. May I just continue yes. what he was saying? I'm his mother, by the way. Oh, hi. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm fine. You're so pretty. Oh, thank you. Wow. <laughs> okay, so... I was there because we are partners with that guy. And right. as you said, like weak and being weak and strong. So his mother was like strong, as right. you say. Uh -huh. But, and he's, he was being like the weak one over there. And she's, she was like lo with like low class, like yelling, starting da 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 da. And okay, this is just business. Just let's deal with each other, not with yeah. him. So. But anyway, what I wanted to add over there, it's not about exactly like about strong woman or weak woman or weak man or strong man. That's right. I think in my belief, it's about being strong person. Doesn't matter if it's a female or a male. That's right. For example, my mom was a strong person and my father wasn't strong person. He he's the most like kind and educated and very nice man. One like I would know and I love him a lot. But he was weak person. He uh, he was as a weak as a man. And so that that's because my mother became like a strong woman. But she wanted to be like weak woman but strong person yeah you know what i mean it's about the like character kind of, like, of the person buy one get one free like two yeah. involved in one so for some people we don't see oh this for example many people say oh you are such a strong woman like i say no i am a strong person yeah as a woman i'd like to be just a weak but happy woman with a strong man with a nice family where my kids would grow up to, with having two parents together. Yes. I did my best as much as I could as a strong person. But as a woman, we always weak because God, you know, there is a Christ, Christ right. and men should be the strongest, the leader in the family, and, you know, loving the wife as Christ loved the church. 
his church. So uh, sorry about my not being like. No, you're doing fine. Yeah. So yeah. that's what I'm just wanting to add that about like there is little difference between being a strong woman and strong person. You know what it really is? Uh, it's about, see, God's nature is love. But it's not a love that you can feel, taste, or touch. There's no emotion attached to it at all. It's only love. It's like a light unto your feet. And that's what you're living by. And in that, there's no fear, no doubt, no worry, no cutting, no any of that kind of stuff. It's just perfect love. And it's his love that makes you strong. It's really not a physical thing at all. It's his love. And, you know, in, in the scripture it says that his love conquers all. So when you are operating from that, whether you're a man or a female, a male or a female, all things you're able to just overcome. It's so amazing. But it's his love that's the strength that we live by. It's really no us. There is no me. It's really not. My nature, he cut off a little piece of his nature, put it in here, and named it Jesse. But it's him inside of me that I return to and now live it for, from. And, and, and in that fallen state, it's, nature's, it's Satan's nature that you're living from. It's not your own. Your thoughts are not your own. Your ways are not your own. When you're a son or daughter of Satan, your thoughts and your ways are not your own. When you're a son or daughter of God, your thoughts and your ways are not your own. They really know you. You're like an, a tool, an instrument that's being used for either good or evil. But you're not going to see that clearly until you wake up. And the world can't see that. Only the children of God can see it. Isn't that nice? Mm -hmm. Very right. Absolutely. Did you forgive your father? Speaking to my officer, she's speaking low. Uh, I don't have. The mic. I don't have anything like to forgive him. But if he was weak, was he weak while you were growing up? Uh, no, inside, like the family, he was always like strong. But uh, for outsiders, he was kind of like, you know, weak. He didn't have. But like, if your mother was ruling, he wasn't strong, and that's not yeah. good for the kids. Yeah. Did you forgive your mother? Uh. I don't have like, I don't even think about it, should I forgive, because there is nothing to forgive. That's the way they knew, that's the way they were living, that's the way they Did you tell her were. that, that, you know, mom, I was angry at you for a minute, but I realized mm. it's just the way you live, that's what you, it was, and I'm sorry for the little anger I had. Have you ever told her that? I didn't have any anger. You had no anger at all? N no. None at all? Not at all. Zero we anger. We were a happy family. We were living when and she died two oh, years ago. Oh. My mom and we were taking care of her. And also my father was taking care of her. And he used to say, of course, she took care of us all her life. Now our part of took care of her when she's in bed. Two right. years my mother was in bed. Did you feel obligated to do that? No, I was happy doing it. Oh, good. And my sisters were happy doing it. And my father was happy to doing it. Right. God bless her soul. And my father is living now. And Are you close to your father? He's in Armenia. Oh. So at least a few times, like once in a few years... I'm blessed to go and see him over right. there. And he's really a blessing to have parents like them. I wouldn't change my parents at all. And oh. I have nothing to forgive them 
Did your son? He has because we were we've got divorced, you know, and right. he's growing okay. up in divorced family. That's different. Yeah. But we were a happy family. The only thing that I was saying that because my father was like a weak as for a as a pair, you know, mean as yes. a man. Sorry. So that was the kind. But they've Is been loving weak? each other. Is he weak? My son. Yeah. Uh, no. Uh-uh. He's, he's, he's gone. He's getting like stronger and stronger, uh -oh. I would say. But he was we He's getting stronger yeah. now. Yeah. He okay. had issues with anger, and now he's much better. Right. He's not yelling at me anymore. Uh -oh. And I'm happy. <laughs> <laughs> and it looks like I have to be thankful to you. <laughs> so, right thanks. On. You're welcome. So, any questions? This is your first time here, right? Yes, sir. Any questions? How did you hear about us? I actually live down the street, and uh, I've passed your building many times. You know, I can remember being in middle school, passing your building. I'm almost 30 now. Wow. And I've always seen the message, and I've always like, this guy's a chump. This is L.A. <laughs> Rebuilding the family? What are you talking about? You know, and um, just recently in the past couple months, I heard, I think YouTube just popped up, you know, your, one of your videos, like your savage moments or something, and I said, wow, oh, yeah. <laughs> this guy gets it. He's not holding back. That's right. He's not, he's completely unapologetic, and he's saying things that, like you said, we should trigger them before they trigger us, because yes. what they're doing that's triggering is killing babies, yep. telling our kids that they can be homosexuals and trannies, and yep. I want to live in a child-safe environment. I want to be a strong man. And I want to be able to take care of my family. Are you married? No, sir. And have you overcome your anger? Mm, I don't think so. Why not? Uh, I didn't speak to my mother for nine years. And when I realized that the only way that I could get over my anger is if I forgave her. That, I mean, I came up with that on my own. And when I heard you say it, I said, all right, so this guy's he's on to something. So I forgave her. You went to her? Correct. And was it hard to do? Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that amazing? Yeah. A grown adult man or woman, I hear this from ladies too, afraid to face your own mother and forgive her. Now, you know she was a tyrant. I mean, but it's that anger, though, to have you afraid. That's what, that is the resentment. But go right. ahead. And so you went, and what did you say? <laughs> I told her that I can forgive her as much as I can, but in the end, ultimately, it's up to God to forgive her. Um, no, wrong. I, I just meant God she's, she's not going to become happy right. just by me forgiving her. She needs to seek forgiveness for herself, with, for herself with God is That's what right. I meant. That's right. And I don't know if she understands that, um, but I'm, I'm okay with it. I used to, it used to be a dagger in my heart, and I, I used to walk around with it all the time, and my relationships reflected these, these useless tools that I had developed through my relationship with my parents yeah and my father uh bless his heart you know he was a weak man and i'm i'm working on i think we might both be weak men and i i i don't know if we're we're out of it yet but are you ha have you gone to your father and dealt with him as well i live with my father you live with your father Correct. have you had a talk with him and forgave him <sighs> i haven't had that talk yet because i'm not really sure how to how to forgive him and what exactly it is that he's done. I mean, he worked, 
his finger, he doesn't have fingerprints. They've been chemically removed from him working so hard. Yeah. Imagine that. You yeah. know, my hands are cracked. I've got calluses. He literally doesn't have fingerprints. That's how hard he worked yeah. to keep me fed and keep me housed. And Amazing. He wasn't able to keep track of my mother and be the strong man in the house. I, I don't, maybe he... He couldn't handle it because he, of his mother. He has not forgiven her. And so he was married to his mother. Maybe. I, I don't so, know much about his parents. Uh, and so this is how you forgive him. Uh, one day when the moment presents itself, just have a talk. You know, Dad, what happened in your life? You know, you know, let him talk to you about what it was like growing up and how he sees things and what he's thinking. Ask him about what happened with you and your mother. Let him tell you. That'll change everything. I, you know, I try to create those moments every single day with him. Yeah. Where, you know, he's not healthy 100% of the time. Right. He suffers from migraine headaches that can put him out for up to three to four days. Um, I think just just recently during Father's Day, he was supposed to come and uh, visit my girlfriend and I. We were on taking a little vacation, and he was so sick he couldn't leave the house. My friend ended up coming over and watching the World Cup with him. And when I when I found that off, or when I found that out, I almost broke into tears because it was Father's Day. You know, my yeah. dad. I should be with my dad. And uh, it's one thing to know kind of what the right thing to do is. It's another thing, like you say, to be an idiot and really not know that. There are so many unknowns, unknown right. unknowns coming towards us. How do we stand on a, on a, with a strong base built of truth? Are you doing my silent prayer? I don't know what that is. Uh, on the website, I have a silent prayer where it shows you how to be still so that God can catch up with you and just take over your life. Uh, renew your mind, guide you in every aspect of life. And so I, I want you to do that. I encourage you to go on rebuildingtheman.com slash church, or you can go to video. Silentprayer.video. Oh, silentprayer.video and do it. And do it for a week and let me know what you think. I'll be here next week. Yeah, but make sure you do it. You're on your way, man. You're doing fine. How old are you? I'm 27. Amazing. And to be getting a hold of this at 27, you're saving yourself a whole lot of hardship. Right. Um, but you're on your way. And the fact that you love your father and now you love your mother, there's nothing on earth that can stop you. Nothing that can stop you. Are you living with your girlfriend? No. Oh, good. And, and no other thing either? No sex? Am I having sex with my girlfriend? No. Are you having sex with her? I'm sorry, what? Are you having sex with her? Yes, I am. I urge you to stop. Uh, it's interesting that you say that because she's going to be geographically removed from Los Angeles for four years coming up and it's something that we've come head to head on where I I think one of you know one of the sins that I commit is sex before marriage it's I'm a hypocrite I wish I wish that I didn't do that right I see now I wish I could go back in time and 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 sit Don't myself wish for down that. And, and do not wish for that do not wish for that you couldn't help it you couldn't see what was going on. You couldn't help yourself, right? It's enough to just know that and, and move on. Because don't judge yourself for it. When you saw that it was wrong, in that very moment, God forgave you, and he doesn't even remember it. It's not written down anywhere. He's not reminding you of it or any of that stuff. The moment you realize it was wrong, it was done. So you just start living from this moment. Nothing you can do. As a matter of fact, the past doesn't even exist. 
It's an illusion. So there's nothing to go back to. With God, there's only the present. That's why he said, take no thoughts about yesterday or tomorrow, because it doesn't exist. The only thing you have is now. So just live now and just do it right from this point forward. It's Satan that's trying to make you guilty from all the learning that you've had about sex before marriage and all that kind of stuff. So he's going to make you feel guilty so he can keep you in the past instead of being in the presence of God. So let it go. No big deal. That makes sense? Absolutely. Thank you. Yeah. The past is an illusion. It doesn't even exist. And God doesn't hold anything against anyone, and especially those who repent. What, what do you think about the saying, love the sinner, hate the sin? It means that when you wake up, you're going to see that a, a, human beings who are angry, out of control, carrying on, it's not them, it's the spirit that's in them that's driving them to do what they're, do, what they're doing, right? They can't help it. So the love that you're going to live from, which is God love, will cause you to love that person enough not to judge them, not to hold it against them, but to be honest with them, but hold nothing against the person because the person can't see. They can't help themselves. Remember Christ said, forgive them. They know not what they do. Yes, sir. They're in a fallen state. They can't see what they're doing. They really can't. And as you're waking up, I'm realizing how brainwashed I've been, man, about everything. Even those simple things have been lies. And so as you're waking up, you're going to see that that person literally cannot help themselves. Themself. And so that way you won't take it personal. You'll be honest with them, but even if they scream or call your names, it won't bother you. You see that they just can't help it. So that's what it means. You love that person enough to be honest with them and not judge them. And judgment means don't hate. Don't be angry at. That make sense? Yes. And so you've been walking by here all those years, and you ended up inside. That's, that's correct. Did you ever imagine one day you would come in? Never. <laughs> I mean, I honestly, I, I had no idea what it was. I thought, I, I thought nothing, really. I would yeah. go to AutoZone. I would go to, you know, Versailles. Never really thought much about this Some place. people think we're a furniture store. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they think we're a design shop. Fra- yeah, my friend Francisco has been trying to get us to get one of those letter signs, that bright signs that move with the letters, and, and it tells what you are. And I haven't done it yet because we may have to move, and I'm going to put it on a new building. So what we did, we put some writing in the window to kind of explain what we do. Are you glad you came in? Unbelievably. Uh, amazing. <laughs> it is amazing. Well, make sure you do the prayer, and you haven't seen anything yet. Because he's going to calm you down. He's going to take over your life with the truth and perfect love. And it's just going to, it's going to create a man, a, a, a good, decent, righteous man that the world can see. And you're going to help others as well without even trying. And, and your father, he's going to be blessed by it too. Hopefully one day he'll do it to, you know, to try to get some healing or something. Get over that anger. But right on, any other question? Uh, no, that's it. Th- Is this your first time here? Yeah. What's your name? Uh, Bilal. How did you hear about us? Internet, YouTube. Right on. Any questions or anything? Uh, no, <laughs> just a comment. Uh, I like what you guys are doing here, and I'm glad to be a part of it today. Right on. And you live in L.A.? Yeah. 
I hope you be a part of it. We're looking for men and women. So, yeah. uh, have you forgiven your mother? Uh, I don't think there's anything to forgive her for. I you, think she was a good woman. She was perfect. I, I respect her. She uh, was perfect. Not perfect. Not perfect. Uh, not bad, though. Did she get on your nerve at times? Yeah. And how was she able to get on your nerve if you don't have any anger against her? Uh, uh, I didn't have anger with her. It's just, you know, kind of women, they can talk a lot, and men just kind of like silence. She talked too much? Yeah. <laughs> and would get on your nerve? Yeah, yeah. No, that's about it. That's the so you need to go and apologize for hating her for getting on your nerve. Because, You're honestly, right. I'm telling you the I truth. Do. If you didn't have any iota of anger, there's no such thing as getting on your nerve. Mm-hmm. Only because it's the anger, which is the nature of Satan, that's opened you up to the world. And the world means people, places, and things, right? And so you might not realize, but don't do this until you see it for yourself. But you might not realize that you do have some resentment. Sometimes it's hard to face, so you just don't realize just little, little things that irritated you was due to anger. But do the, uh, do the silent prayer, and, and you need to see it for yourself. So when you do forgive, you know that it's for, you really saw it for yourself, and you'll be free. How about your father? Uh, kind of the same thing. I don't, I don't, I don't have any complaints uh, with him. You live on your own? No. Who you live with? My parents. How old are you? Twenty-six. S M H. Why aren't you on your own? Uh, I just graduated college, and I'm going to be getting a job soon and moving out, and hopefully. Yeah. In a couple of days? No. Did you say a couple of days? No. What did you say? Hopefully, you know, God willing. What was your degree in? Chemistry. Oh, yeah? You need to move right away, man. Get yeah. you a job at McDonald's, Jack in the Box, work three or four jobs so you can grow up. You should not be with your parents. As a matter of fact, going through college, you should have been working and going to school, developing, because inside of you is an independent nature that should be developed from childhood up. And once you turn 18, you're out on your own. And when you decide to go to college, work your way through school. Once you finish, you're still on your own. If you don't develop that nature, you're going to always be dependent in one form or another. But God gave it to you. It's unfortunate your parents didn't help you develop that by causing you to work all your life. That make sense? Yeah. Uh, hurry up and get a job and hurry up and get away. Are you not working at all right now? Uh, no. Amazing. Well, kind of. How long have you been out of school? I uh, just graduated, like a couple weeks. Uh, what does it feel like to be 26, you say? Mm-hmm. And living with your parents, how do you wake up every morning? Uh, just get up. <laughs> you smoke pot? Uh, is this on the yes. internet? Is this on the internet? That's how you wake up every morning. He wakes up in the morning and reach over. <laughs> um, you smoke pot. Why do you smoke pot? Uh, I like it. Uh, get a job, man, really, real fast. You're a good man, I can tell, but you need to Thank go you. and grow up. You're right. Yeah, so get a job right away, and you still look for your degree job, right? But go and McDonald's, get two jobs, three jobs, 
anything to get you out there on your own, get a little bachelor apartment, start paying your own bills and doing your own thing, it's going to be mind-blowing. But don't, 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 don't stay. All right? Yeah. Will you do it? Absolutely. All right. There's no other and, choice. Right. And do my silent prayer, too. Start that right away, too. All right? Any questions for me? Uh, no. Anything you disagree with? Uh, probably, but I don't, I don't know if I want to get into it right now. No, you should. Real fast. Uh, there's nothing that really comes to mind, but if I think about oh, it, okay. I'm sure there will be something. We, we could talk in a couple weeks. Okay. Well, keep coming. <laughs> okay. All right. Is this your first time here? Yeah. Okay. Amazing! We're out of time. And I can't go overtime this time. Because everybody that works here, yell at me. <laughs> they do. Especially this one. We're going to be there for an hour. <laughs> Joel. Yes, sir. What's your name? Jeff. Hey, Jeff, you found us on YouTube? Um, I saw you on Gavin McInnes about three weeks ago. Oh, wasn't that nice? Yeah, it was hilarious, and I've been a super fan ever since. Right on. You live here in L.A.? I live in Salt Lake City, Utah, actually. Oh, you're visiting? Visiting. Oh, I had man. To stop by. Any questions or anything? Uh, not really. I'm just a big fan. I pretty much agree with everything, and just want to be a man. <laughs> That's right. I want to be a man. Yeah. Did you go and forgive your mother? I did. Oh, what happened? Were you it shaking? wasn't that scary. It wasn't that scary? No. Good. And we cried a little bit, and it was good, and got over it. So what did you say to her? I just told her I forgive her, and I'm sorry I resented her for my whole life. Yeah. I know that she did her best, and she just stood there and started crying, and that was about it. <laughs> and I felt like that was good, and so... You walked away free? Yeah. And how things were you and your father? Pretty good. I haven't forgiven him yet, but I mean... For what? What did he do to you? Same stuff. He just, like, worked too much, wasn't around. Oh, kids don't care about that. Yeah. That's your, those are your mother's ideas. Yeah, it's true. Believe me, when daddy is at work, kids don't care. <laughs> they don't care. Boys and girls don't care that daddy is at work. Oh, I'm so hurt today. <laughs> daddy is at work. And I'm missing daddy. Daddy don't love me. That's a lie. Just think about that. Those are mama ideas. Your daddy ain't here. He doesn't love you. He's not. And what she's doing is just bitching about him. And then you identify with mama and you think that that's why you are angry at your father. That you don't care. I never care about my daddy being at work. Yeah. That's your mother in you, man. Yeah, I believe it. That makes sense? Yeah. Definitely. So go to your daddy, have a good conversation with him. And let it go. It's going to be amazing. Yeah. You, those, your daddy didn't do anything to you. He was supposed to be at work. Yeah, he was just working too hard. That's it. But that's his problem. Yeah. That's still not happening to you. That's mama saying, he worked too hard. He worked all the time, right? He's supposed to work. <laughs> you, he, he fed you. He kept you a roof over your head. And, and, and that's why you have a president... And a vice president in the home, so the president can go to work, and the vice president watch over as they run the household. But the vice president is lying about the president. She need to be fired. <laughs> you are fired. No, that's not. Those are not your issue with your father. You just need to return to him. Yeah. Really, those are your mother's issues, because she was jealous and envy and wanted attention. 
See, women are very, very mama mia insecure due to that fall with Adam and Eve kind of thing. And, and that fall, they are very insecure. And so what they do, they make the world rotate around them to get a false sense of security. So if dad is at work, she, he is not rotating around mama. That's a problem. You don't love me. You don't pay me any attention. You don't care about my emotions. You don't listen to me. Trying to get the world, instead of being grateful that she has a good husband who's out providing. She, but because she needs to overcome her insecurity, her anger. And so that's what that was all about. That makes sense? Any other questions before you leave? I mean, because I know you come a long ways. No, I'm just... I'm just grateful I found you. You're an angel. Oh, man. Sent by God. Yeah. Amazing. I really believe that. And you're an angel sent to me by God because you've heard the truth. You and I are becoming brothers, and it's amazing. Yeah. Really. It's about the spirit. I said, almost boo It's about the spirit. It really is. Nothing to do with the physical. We've been lied to. And the last thing is so I hear that you went to Joel's Dance Academy. <laughs> Yeah. You went to Joel Dance Academy? Yeah. Did you go this last Monday night too? So you signed up? Yes. So how, how was it? It's fun. I get to learn new dancers and get to know new people and get to know Joel a little more. Yeah. What's your impression of Joel? He's a weirdo. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just playing. He's, yeah. He messes up sometimes, but we give him strikes. So. That's right. Yeah. Nice. So Joel is a part of our Entrepreneur Academy, and he opened up his own academy, dance academy, and she uh, joined it. So that's pretty good. He's an excellent dancer. He's something else. Uh, so we do have an academy. Also, uh, if you'd like to be a part of the academy, just give us a one-pager, why, and what kind of business you have, and we may select you for it. We also have a credit union that we started to help the guys so that they can borrow the money to use for the business and all that kind of good stuff. No government at all. So in closing, because we're totally out of time. No, I can't do it, James. Huh? Please, it's a super chat. Oh, they gave money? Uh Oh, let's have it. (laughs) 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 See, James and Joel and all these guys, they'll be yelling at me. You hear James begging, please, right? Please, go ahead. Tim thought about your biblical question of last week. Oh, yeah. What was it? Why do you thank God? Oh, yeah. He said, he reali- I realize that I thank God in response to things happening, and it's just an, for an occasion or to embellish a situation that is not a genuine gratefulness. What I, when I have a profound moment or revelation, my thanks is given without a word. It is silent but powerful. Yes. I realize, and the reason I ask that question, I have this habit, and I'm overcoming it, of thanking God. You know, oh, thank God for whatever, right? Or thank Jesus, right? I realized one day, I was just thanking Him because I had been taught to thank Him. It's not because I saw it for myself and had a really thankful moment, but... either my parents taught me to thank him or the preacher said thank God somebody taught you and that's why you're thanking him for all this stuff you don't need to be thanking him for like somebody may get an extra paycheck oh I needed that paycheck 
And the Lord made it for me. Thank you, Jesus. But ain't nothing changing with their character. They still have anger. What I thank God for, and I do appreciate all those things when he does those physical things because he said he would, right? But I thank him for those moments when I can realize stuff that I did not realize before. When I'm able to see. When you hear me go, that's amazing. That's because he's revealed something to me. And to me, it's amazing because I couldn't see it beforehand. And he loved me enough to allow me to see it. Because he only allows his own to see it. Now, I am grateful for the material, you know, taking care of me financially and all that good stuff. But I am humbled by those moments when revelation comes. Wait until that starts happening. That's when you can say amazing. You can even be having a conversation. I had one with some people the other day, and I don't have time. And you're sitting there, and all of a sudden you realize something from the conversation. You're like, wow, that's amazing. I didn't see that. It's so amazing. But we are doing it because we've been taught. The worst thing that has happened to us as human beings was to be taught. Instead of parents being a limited example, so we could continue to be guided by the light, they took away us away from the light into the physical world and they started teaching us. You don't have to have to teach kids to say thank you. Somebody gives something to your kid, right? And the kid take it and walk away. That's fine. But the, the parent, and most of the time the mother, Johnny, say thank you. And Johnny say thank you. Don't even mean it. <laughs> and he grew up saying thank you. Not because he really appreciated it, but because he was taught. That's not good. We have a teacher within. All right. So that's why I asked the question, do you say thank you to Jesus or God? It's out of being taught, not out of revelation that we say thank you all the time. And we don't mean it. Because we can say it and don't even think anything about thanking him. Oh, thank you, God. And on your way to drinking. Or sexing or lying or being mean. All right. So I'm out of time. Did this help a little bit? Yeah. Anybody disagree with anything? Okay. Uh, look, we need your support. Uh, we have the best counseling service on this side of heaven. Oh, this is your first time, right? Yes. Tell us your name and any questions or anything. Uh, how much time I have? Oh, uh, <laughs> one of those. <laughs> okay, so. Narine Karberitian and. Oh, yeah. And my son. He told me about this place. I said, why not? I'll come with you. Right and on. It's another like blessing for me to share my time with him. That's right. Yeah. Um, so Anything now you I disagree know, with? To, uh, a few <laughs> things, but uh, I don't know. Give me thing. one. One. For example, that young guy over there that you said you have to move out. Yes. Right now, in a few days. Right. So I disagree with that stuff sometimes, but, you know, generations, like, backgrounds, nation, like, cultural, those are different things. Right. For example, in Armenian families, like, centuries, we survived living together. Right. So only, for example, my daughter goes out from my house only in bridal, you know, right. dress to the wed wedding with to, his, to her family when she gets married. But in different cultures, it's different. So in our cultures, that's the only way to, you go out from your parents' house, yeah. and that's a blessing, I think. I'm comfortable, and I have a whole bunch of Armenian friends now, 
And the guys are weak because they haven't moved out on their own. And everywhere they go, here come mama. And so they never grow up. I know it's a cultural thing, but when you return to the father, you have to overcome the world, meaning that you have to overcome culture because culture is not of God. It's a worldly idea. This man is 26 years old. Why does he need to still be living with his parents? That's ridiculous. Would you want your daughter to marry him? Uh, yes, why not? And they go <laughs> apart and they live, like buy or rent their but house and they live together. And then they start their family, their no. own. He's not able to do that. He can't even take care of himself right now. How is he going to take care of your, your daughter? That's how, you know, we live. But of course things change. So Yeah, yeah. no. I, I totally disagree with that. Now, if the daughter wants to stay with both parents and get her husband to move out, maybe. But as long as she's free and don't have an anger toward her parents, I understand that a little bit. But the sons have to go and make a way. At 18, he's a grown man, and he should have been prepared while growing up to leave home at 18. If he wants to go to college, okay, son, go ahead. I'm not paying one dime, but you're welcome to go. Get your job, do your thing. That's love. This man would be totally different today had that happened to him. He would not have returned home only to visit. But because he has not developed that independent nature that God gave him, he has to go home and hang out again at 26. I wouldn't want my daughter dating a man that's living with his mama. <laughs> He's not qualified. I can't uh, for trust me, him. It, uh, it is because, you know, as you said, no sex before marriage. So when they go, and that's how my daughter would, you know, now she, my daughter is, she's 20, and they are dating. And when they go and get married, then they live together. So, and then they will, you know, make a family. Is your daughter living with you? Yes. Oh, God. Is she no, angry I'm at you? No, I'm happy with it. I'm blessed. And is she she's angry blessed. at you? Angry at me? Sometimes, maybe. Uh -oh. Why not? We get angry in, you know, different ways. No, but that's ways. not good. What, what's wrong with you? You're not doing your job. <laughs> it's not my job. Did you tell them about it, though? <laughs> oh, you told them already? Yeah. Oh, oh, I see. Yeah, now I, I understand how, why he came to me and, oh, I forgive you. I said, what? Or why? <laughs> I didn't do anything. <laughs> But anyway, now I understand. Did you of believe course. that he had anger to you? Yes, he had a lot of anger yeah. with me. Your daughter has it too. Yeah, I believe so. Why not? Yeah. But yeah, then we, we so. like talk. We keep talking. What does we that explain mean? it. You know, we try. It's not like argue, you know, fighting. We explain, we can argue, but it's like. That's no. How it goes on. She has to forgive you so she could go free. Otherwise, if some guy ended up marrying her, She's going to destroy him and the kids. Okay. So, but anyway, so different, as I said, right, understandings, I different but values. But it's a culture thing that you need to overcome. You have to overcome the world. You can't serve two. You're either of the world, your culture, and all that stuff, or you're of God. You need to make your mind out what you want to do. Because if you're of the culture, you're going to be controlled by that. If you're of God, you're going to be controlled by that. All right? So I appreciate it. I'm glad all of you came today. Make sure you sign up and give us your information. But come back. We need you to, you know, to get involved. And a whole lot of folks need a whole lot of help. All right. And um, we need your support, folks. Financial support and prayers and stuff. But financial support 
if you need counseling, we have the best counseling service on this side of heaven. What else? Radio show. Um, what? Oh, make sure you see uh, Cheryl right here to sign up and stuff. Get your information at, at the end of the meeting. What else? That's it, right? Oh, check out the fatherstate.tv. It's amazing. It really is. Uh, as James and I was traveling this week, people at the airport came over to us and at the meetings. Even after my talk, I can't tell you the number of men and women who came over and said that helped them. They had no idea that that was the problem. I even had a woman who came over and said, you know, and she almost had me in tears. She's like, I, I messed up my son. I didn't realize that until today. I, I screwed up his life. I was mean to him. I was controlling. But I thought it was love. And I, now he's just weak and out of it. And I'm going to go right to him and apologize. And that was amazing for her to admit that and then go and, and do something about it. And so um, you got to drop the anger. Any other announcement, Hermes? Nope, that's it. Is there a meeting this Thursday night? No. No meeting this Thursday night. Okay. So thank you all for tuning in and let me hear from you. Don't forget to like, follow, tweet, subscribe, comment, and all that good stuff. And thank you all for coming. I appreciate it. Yes, sir.